Dante Wiguchi. We just recorded a whole episode and we forgot to hit yeah, record. Yeah, it's okay. We'll just repeat it all right now. We'll just repeat <laughs> it all right now. Speaking of, quick question for you. Yeah. Because uh, you said you've been listening. You heard the one where I said I go to media blackout mode? Yes, for, I do so, the same. Thank you. Oh, man, I do I the have opposite. to. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. But, like, I spend a lot of time on Reddit and Imgur and, like... I have to just like immediately swipe through stuff or like skip over ads and stuff. It's just, I find it so much more satisfying. I want to do what you do. Every part of me is like, (laughs) I should dig into this and research and start nerding out ahead of time. But I, I don't know when I started doing the blackout thing. I think I started when the new star Wars movies came out and going into that with like no trailer, no anything was incredible. Uh, maybe I'll do it after Endgame because I already know way too much about Endgame. Yeah, like see, I've gone past and that's why my it comfort sucks level. To me. It's almost like it's finding out your Christmas gifts. Exactly. It's just exactly. That's, that's, how that's it a feels. great analogy. Yeah, it, that's a that's a perfect analogy. Because like I, as a kid, I was like, I want to see what it is. I know that the box is in that closet, and I know it's wrapped up, and it's under my mom's clothes. But like, I just want to take a peek. <laughs> but like now, um, as an adult with access to the internet, I have access to take a peek at Endgame. I've taken too many peeks, and see? I took a peek that was a bigger peek than I thought, and I know way more than I wish I knew. See, we are peekless right now. And we are. You haven't, you, neither of you have seen a trailer for Endgame. I've I seen have no trailer. avoided all trailers. The most, the most I've seen was like some helmet, and that's that's all I got. Uh, it's more than me. Spoilers. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> there's a helmet in Endgame. You guys. I saw I saw a helmet, and then I just immediately stopped it, and that was it. Because I was like, "What is this?" I don't oh know. no! And I kept scrolling. No. Like, oh, I know what you saw. Like yeah. I went and I saw uh, Captain Marvel. And, like I stayed for both post-credit scenes, mm-hmm. but like I'm not doing any trailers. I, mean, I still have you, to see Captain. Keeping my head down as much as yeah. I can. You got to stay for the post-credit scenes because oh, that's part to. of the movie. Like I, uh, there was at least a third, maybe half of the crowd in the theater. It was a full theater when I went. Who yeah. walked out? And I was what? like, you guys are monsters. Have you ever <laughs> seen a Marvel that's movie? Like, that's like the icing on the cake. What entices you to come back? Did you guys get tickets for Endgame? No. no. I told you. I'm I'm not seeing it for the first like three oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. So you that's fine. Because <laughs> you don't you now don't have the ability to see it for the first couple weeks. <laughs> I was gonna say, I thought I saw something online where uh people were trying to resell opening night tickets for like two grand. It's like I'm I'm pretty sure by the time it comes out, it will have set weekend records before the weekend it comes out. Wow. Because I I am seeing it. I couldn't even get Thursday tickets, which I'm I <laughs> I put in a vacation day for the Friday that it comes out because I'm not seeing it on Thursday. I know there's people in the office who will accidentally like major spoil stuff. So I called out or I took a vacation day on Friday because I'm seeing it Friday night at 11 p.m. is the best IMAX times i could get and they're like decent seats they're like in the middle in terms Ooh, of front to those back are perfect seats but they're pretty far to the right uh, so i'm gonna be looking at it at a slight angle but i'm far enough back where i don't think it'll matter much and then you can hear this yes all night and, <laughs> and then you can keep seeing all like everybody's background on their phones everybody keeps clicking it's like <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't this think is, that'll be the case in this is, one, though. That is always the case. Every. I mean, that is always the case. You have. This is why he doesn't want to go for a couple weeks. humans <laughs> with their filthy things. Just, just filthy breathing. 
They're, exactly. They're, they, they're, the mouth breathers come. The people who <laughs> chew with their mouth open. Yeah. They bring children with no discipline who scream and the kick and clappers. run. They start crying. Oh, the movie clappers. Cl- I love movie the movie clappers. clappers. I'm, like, I kind of love it. I kind of hate it, though. The, I, I think I told this on the it podcast breaks, before. Like, it breaks like the trance I'm in. Yeah, exactly. The trance. I, I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> the, the movie moment. Yeah, the movie immersion. It breaks it. I mean, so like I, I've definitely talked about this. The best movie going experience I ever had was opening night for the first Avengers. And that was back in the day where they actually did midnight releases. So that movie started at 1201 a.m. on Friday morning. Not 10 p.m. Thursday. Not 7 p.m. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like so the people who are willing to go to that movie that starts after midnight are like the hardcore fans. And like there are moments in that movie where like the whole audience was like cheering, like screaming. Like uh when a Hulk grabs Loki um and does the puny guy. What did people do when it was Thor versus Iron Man? It, great. Just yeah. Oh, oh like, oh. <laughs> like just every moment of that. Like you want me to put the hammer down and he smacks Captain America's shield and it explodes or whatever explodes it does. The forest. Whoa. <laughs> Is that really what would happen? You see, if you could if you could guarantee me a movie theater of hardcore fans who respect the, the experience of watching that movie, then I would be in the throng of filth of humanity on a Friday or whenever you go see it, and I would be watching it. So with but Endgame, I won't be doing that because it's filled with filthy casuals. Yeah, and I refuse. <laughs> Not with to- Endgame. Yes, let me game. tell you the yes, work I had game. to go through to get these tickets. <laughs> Filthy casuals will not go through this amount of work. I woke up. I knew I had a I there was a rumor that the the final trailer was going to go live on April 2nd and the tickets were going to go live at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I set an alarm on my phone at 7:55 p.m. just in case that was true. It was. The trailer went up on the uh Marvel's YouTube page. Watched it first, gave myself a couple minutes. I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Went to fandango.com, website wouldn't load. <laughs> like oh. like this the ticket launch crashed websites and they weren't working for most of the day. I texted my friend who we're also planning to go with because we one of us needed to get eight tickets because a bunch of us are gonna go. Um wouldn't load, wouldn't load, wouldn't load. He had like the Cinemark Movie Club app that would load, it would pop up, it would show the available seats, but like he couldn't check out. Uh, eventually Fandango would load to me and it set up a queue system. It's like, okay, we can't handle all these people at once. Your place in the line is 26. Your average, your wait time, like you'll be able to select your seats in 15 minutes. So I sat there for 15 minutes and then like the time kept changing. So it kept going up and I just turned off my phone, put on pants, drove to the movie theater and I was like, give me eight tickets. (laughs) So I had to drive to the movie theater Hours later, when I got to work, people were still having trouble getting tickets online. I never even thought about that. Going, I'm to the so theater. engrossed in this <laughs> new age that like I forgot. Yeah, you could yeah. just show up and be like, "Yeah, I want tickets." I showed up. I showed up. It was barren. No one was there. I'm like, "Hey, do you guys sell Endgame tickets here?" And they go, "She's like, yeah." And apparently, the websites because the phone's ringing off the hook, but nobody's coming in. It's like, yeah, I can't make the Fandango app work for you, but you can just Brilliant. come get them. Brilliant. So yeah, I got them. I got eight tickets. Like, and I got there, and this is after the website was broken, broken, broken for like two hours. I got there, the 7 p.m. showing sold out, the 9 p.m. whatever showing sold out. So we got 11.05 on Friday. Like, Thursday was all sold out. Wow. So Still don't trust it. So or don't trust what? You can do what I do. You continue to meditate and wait 
And then fast forward three, four weeks, you go to the website and go, it's oh, dangerous look, game. perfect seats. <laughs> click, click, finish. I don't oh, know about three or four go. weeks, but like two weeks, two and a half weeks, probably good. Oh, for you, that's when you're going to go? Yeah, it's just like you start treading like a fine line of like the spoiler risk just goes up and up and up exactly. the longer you day. wait with each day it well, just, the for sure farther just, it gets from release yes. the more okay people are at saying spoilers out loud oh i know it's like oh people have seen it it's been out for a week that's like a year in 2019 time <laughs> yeah i'm not Good happy luck, about it i'm not i'm not happy about it also because where i work so i'm not happy about just a bunch of nerds uh no it's more just i, I don't want to give anything away but just where i work is just it's easy for people to see that to see the movie mm, yeah so i yeah it's gonna be because <sighs> somebody i could just already see somebody come up and goes hey could you believe bleh? and they just say it <laughs> and i just go no yeah. and I, I i can't close my ears fast enough yeah and it's just like fuck yeah i had fuck. something like that happen to me for star wars episode seven shortly after it came out before you saw it before i saw it at the time i was living with a couple of co-workers from a previous job um we had a nice house uh nearby here actually and uh <laughs> i had it spoiled for me because of a video game we were playing hmm. super smash bros oh god and there's this like <laughs> i forget what stage it is but it was for the wii u and there was a stage that let people take like the tablet and draw like pictures or write stuff and oh, God. <laughs> it phases in and out in the background, all these different pictures and messages and stuff like that. And they're pretty good at censoring stuff. So, like, there wasn't anything super inappropriate. But, like, I remember us duking it out with my buddy. And he had, like, either just killed me or I just killed him. And in the background, <laughs> I just saw this. It was like, so-and-so dies at the end. Yeah. And I was like what and i just paused and looked over because he has an uncle who is an insider in the industry and he got to see a pre-screening of everything so he knew already what happened it was i lost it i was like no oh man uh, that's so uh, media blackout um so was that after the movie came out that was or like right like before or something because i know who it was yeah out. And so yeah. Star Wars, I saw at the Thursday 7 p.m. showing because that's after midnight releases were dead. So we saw it as early as possible uh, on the way to the theater. My roommate was scrolling through Facebook because that detail leaked and he was scrolling through an anime fan Facebook page and someone just posted a picture, a picture of that scene, like a screenshot. So he knew it was real. And it said <laughs> blank is blank's relationship status, like blank and kills blank. I'm, and he's yeah. like, that, oh my so god. So first of all, you surround yourself with rookies because you have a media blackout is <laughs> a media blackout. That doesn't matter. East Coast is Thursday at 7 p.m. It is a media blackout. You have a rookie in your circle. You need to expel that rat <laughs> from your circle because you should not trust that to call the herd. <laughs> you are exactly. the weakest Exactly. Exactly. That is the true media blackout. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying continue <laughs> but, but you're yeah. gonna have to do that now though you're going on friday i mean like you yeah, put up I, way I'm, more of an effort than the rest of us but I still i took a you're gonna have day. like a critical 24 hours of oh god don't go online yeah um when we saw infinity war we were standing in line to get into the theater and this was thursday at like 10 
So the 7 p.m. crowd was getting out. And one of them says, oh, man, you know what the was the craziest part of the movie? That part when and stopped on purpose because they were toying with all of us in line. And my friend who got the Star Wars spoiled from him was behind me in line. It was like, that is not funny. <laughs> like totally called out this random guy oh, trying to be an asshole. See? But yet you tell me to go to these things. I was like, no. Or I can just wait and go to a peaceful semi-empty it can happen theater. anywhere you could be playing super could. smash brothers dude that's, that's why i'm not playing games things i've learned <laughs> you screwed don't even go on reddit and twitter you can't even play smash brothers dubs. I, I don't play smash I brothers i think they got rid of that i don't play that smash level. brothers I, but I, like, I remember oh that my level. god <laughs> i think i only play smash when people invite me over to play smash and that's the only time i play smash yeah like you taught me some things in Smash. <laughs> Let me just say, going back ways. I remember because like when you got it, you were saying, "Hey, you want to play Smash?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't played this in a long You're time. Like, it's been a while, but I still have a GameCube controller rolled up somewhere. <laughs> like drags it out of the attic. I was like, blows. Oh man, this off. is a telltale sign. Um, yeah, I used to live with him, so he yeah yeah he knows. Oh you know, yeah, it's legit. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm doing whatever the opposite of a blackout is for Endgame, and and now I'm done. Now <laughs> like done. it comes out in three weeks. I've seen more than I want to see. I'm just gonna stop looking stuff up. All I have to do is just delete my apps. You delete them? Twitter? Oh damn! Instagram? I do the new uh, the iOS screen time feature. I set the screen time for like Reddit and Twitter to zero minutes per day. So when I try to open it, it makes me put in a passcode. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Ah, it's it's end game day. You guys are both more diligent than me. I'm just like, nah, I just won't open it. I'll I'll try not to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, I'm not happy about this. I don't enjoy doing the media blackout. It's just you, you enjoy just, it once you're there, though. Yes, you're building it up for that moment. Like, I, I knew nothing about Black Panther. Yeah. Nothing. I saw, I think, one commercial where there was cars and they were jumping around and he was just standing there. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That's the most I saw because I didn't really give a shit. So mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this story. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about this character. I have no idea about this background. I don't know anything about this because I never read the comics. So what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I watched it and I ended going, what a great movie. Oh, my God. It's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard of this Black Panther thing? Wow, did you guys see Black Panther? And, and this is, by the way, so late in the game, they didn't show it at the movie theater. I had to go to a different theater that still showed it. Oh, wow. That's how late it was. Wow. And I saw Black Panther. I mean, there's not like a crazy amount of spoilers in there. No, but I don't, like, I don't know. I just, that's an example of me not really caring. Like, Captain Marvel, I saw the first trailer, and I, haven't, I still need to see Captain Marvel. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'll see it you this should. weekend. You should. Yeah, I, a, I have to before I see it. It's a good flick. Yeah, so I'm going to watch it this weekend, hopefully, and I have only saw one trailer. Same thing. I don't I know nothing about her. Like, at the end of Infinity War, when it, like, the, the candy with uh, Nick Fury, yeah, and he presses it, and it lands. The I was, candy? The, the, yeah. The beeper? No, the Easter candy. The Easter the egg? Easter egg. Okay. Say egg. Gotcha. The candy. Like, candy. The candy. The little right. Yeah. I, I thought, <laughs> I thought when you saw that movie, Nick Fury presses a button on his beeper and drops it and you're like, oh, cool. Chocolate bar. <laughs> it might, it may as well have been because when I saw the icon, everybody around me was just, <gasps> and I just went, what, what is that? A it's, star. Yeah. I, I just went, that's a star. Star? Is yeah. it for the army? I was just like, what? What is the? Be- it's a beeper. That's a weird looking beeper. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Little- so I, I remember I had to turn and I had to go. Just so, 
what the fuck is that? It's yeah, just, it's just that weird. happens in every and it's showing a, with the the post credit scene. Yeah, like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy two when they, you see like the big sarcophagus thing and the gold lady's like, I shall call him Adam. Everyone's like, who the fuck is Adam? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then everybody was saying, oh, it's Captain Marvel. And I go, what what the fuck is Captain Captain Comic Book? There's yeah, a fucking exactly. Captain Comic Book. Captain Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking. That's a fucking stupid thing. What is this? What I don't understand. What is what is what is Captain Marvel? You know what movie? By the way, just so we we stop, you know, like like stroking this anticipation here for uh, oh, no, Avengers. So good though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am pretty excited about Shazam. Uh, me too, and I didn't expect to be. Shazam looks after seeing like two or three trailers for it, because that one, you know, like I don't really care, so like whatever. Yeah, neither do I. I was like, this actually looks like it could be really funny. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a good movie, and the, like, the, like the good reviews, action movie. The reviews are coming out, and like a lot of them are saying it's like the best DC movie so far. Better than Wonder Woman. That's oh, what people are saying. Shit. That's a lot. And like a, Wonder be. Woman was like a good story. This one's just supposed to be a fun movie. Which is like what they've so been trying okay, to emulate. Okay, okay, about kind of advertised, kind of like a kid yeah, oriented. Okay. Very different. Because yeah. to me, Wonder Woman was so deep. Yeah. Like from character, from plot, from just the action, the, the cinematography. Like yeah. the, that was a heavy ass fucking. That, that was Fury Road. That was the Fury yeah. Road of. of Superhero movies. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's Fury Road of, of superhero movies to okay. me. And then I think Shazam is going to be the, uh, I don't know. I guess Iron Man is kind of funny. Yeah, it's going to be the Marvel movie of DC movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. It's the Marvel movie of DC movies. Uh, it, it sounds like they hit what they were trying to imitate about Marvel all these years. But I wish they didn't. It seems like it, at least for like the last year or two, it seems like they're actually starting to strike like a reliable pace with that. Yeah. I didn't see Aquaman. I wanted to. Aquaman I was kind of missed that it's window. Good. It's fun. Aquaman but people were like, yeah, that was really solid. And then you had Wonder Woman. And if this is solid, like maybe Wonder they're Bo- gathering some steam. Wonder Woman was just like, I don't I don't think it was funny. I thought it was just heavy that was a he- that was a it really, heavy movie it wasn't foovy. it wasn't funny no it was a wonder woman was such a heavy movie to me i'm just saying like overall quality and enjoyability oh, of the oh, movies. Oh, like oh, they're yeah, they're yeah, definitely yeah. seem yeah. like they're getting better yeah. uh and i know they're also they're straying away from trying to copy marvel's like algorithm of like make a solo movie solo movie solo movie bring them all together in a big movie like the avengers the justice league they, they need to just oh suicide squad two yeah, which now so <laughs> apparently it was Suicide Squad reboot with James Gunn, but now it like they're hiring the same actors, so it looks like it's going to be Suicide Squad two or like a soft reboot. Interesting. Yeah. I don't Interesting. Know. Yeah. No, I wish DC just just went all in and just said no, we're going to be the dark, like yeah, gory, like keep making hard night. I feel like they had the ability movies. to do that. And they may still have that ability. Remember when Batman, what movie Yo, was it when Batman fucked people up? That was Batman versus Superman. Was it Batman versus Superman? That was not a good movie. It was I not. I never saw but, that. But he when fucked, he, he murdered people. killed people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Batman who, oh, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not going to do the most like horrible crime. No, he fucking happily does like the worst. The, he's putting skulls through the ground. Yeah. Just literally <laughs> wow. taking a guy's head and just 
fucking like there's this one move that he does where he like kicks the legs out from someone and they're like mid like front flip and he like flip, grabs him by the hip that is now upside down and slams his head into the ground i'm like yeah that guy did not walk away yeah, from that that guy is dead and then he he shot them from his fucking plane yeah he also he has a gun, gun and he's blasting them with a, like a, a machine gun and it just uh, Zack snyder actually recently tweeted uh i think it just said superman kills people now batman kills people now get over it <laughs> Like, it's like okay that's, there's okay. a stance cool like that's what i would rather have though i'd rather have a super dark universe because then it would be the all the opposite of what the marvel yeah. marvel's fun it's like kind of dark it's kind of heavy but it's fun good DC, storytelling but grit. it doesn't get like dark and gritty yeah 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 and it never yeah, it gets get that like the ending of like you Infinity know War there's like the bummer there are deaths yeah. and stuff but they don't like bring realism to it in yeah, a sense exactly you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you guys haven't, but did you see the trailer that came out today for Joker with Joaquin Phoenix? What? I saw like a Wait, cover what? of it, I want to say. I didn't watch a trailer, but like I saw him like in makeup and yeah. stuff, and I was like, damn, all right. Yeah, so... Why not Jared Leto? Uh, so here's the thing. I think they're just... DC, they're just making whatever movies they want. They don't have a Kevin Feige to keep it's everything on track. not a 10-year strategy plan. Exactly. Just, hey, what movie do you want to make next? I want to make a really gritty movie about a guy who has mental issues and is just bullied to the point of he loses his mind and he breaks as a human being and he becomes a supervillain. And I want it to star Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro. And it's called Joker. <laughs> and it looks so cool. Does like, it? yeah, it's very different joker from anything we've seen it's walking phoenix with like classic like circus clown paint on yeah and he's he has like mental he has like a mental illness and he's like schizophrenic and stuff like that and he's trying to be like a comedian and stuff like that looks cool (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's gonna be like that dark gritty movie that you want dc to make okay and uh, I don't think there's going to be a Batman in it. I don't really think there's going to be a superhero in it. I think it's going to be Joker versus the police. <laughs> I kind of would prefer that, though. I feel like maybe this is just me, but I feel like Batman kind of almost got played out with the whole Dark Knight trilogy where, where like it was so well done that they really just shouldn't touch it for a while. <laughs> yeah, like, OK, especially so. between that and then like the stuff I've heard about, you know, Batman versus Superman and yeah. that whole era where it was like, eh, why'd you do that? Batman versus Superman. It was basically a whole movie of like the first act of the Avengers movie where it's like, Oh, they all meet and they don't get along. And then at the very end, they do for some reason. And then Avengers is like, okay, it makes sense. We have a mission. We got to work together, whatever we'll get over it. Batman versus Superman. I don't really want to spoil it, but <laughs> I don't care, okay. but I don't know. <laughs> do, do you know what Bruce Wayne's mother's name is? Oh, fuck. Oh, so a, for the record, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers spoiler. for Batman vs. Superman. It's Martha. Okay. Do you know what Clark Kent's mother's name is? No. It's Martha. Wow. That's how they become buddies. <laughs> wow. I feel like I lost brain cells on that. <laughs> Even and when I saw the movie, the- I was like... Oh yeah, they are both named Martha. No comic has ever really brought that up. Have you? Wait a second. That's how they're becoming friends. Wait, have you guys seen movie Bob reviews? No, no. <gasps> We're watching that after this. 
Um, Let's just watch it on str- on the podcast. Do you want to? No. Okay, good. Um, we'll watch it after. There's two movies that he does a great job on. One is Pixels. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, God. And the other one is Jeez. Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And it's glorious. It's glorious. <laughs> so I saw Batman versus Superman after everybody spoiled it and told me how shitty it was. I watched the movie Bob Review where he goes in depth on everything about the movie. Yeah. And finally, it popped up on Plex. And I just said, you know what? Maybe it's good. So I started watching it. And let me tell you something. It's not very often that the overwhelming voices are things that I agree upon. <laughs> but this was the case. <laughs> yeah. And when it got to the Martha mom scene, I remember thinking, no, this is what they did. Yeah. This is how they really, they really did it. I thought they were all exaggerating the reviews. We're not going to no. like unite behind this common good of let's protect the city or save There's people a or an alien about anything to kill like an entire that. city. No. It's, it's just, <laughs> no. Oh, your mom was Martha no. too. No, it's, it's literally somebody goes, I think it was Superman. He was Martha. Bat- so <laughs> Batman basically beats Superman. He is inches away from killing him, like stabbing him in the heart with a kryptonite spear. And Superman just, he's like holding onto Batman's boot on his face. And he's like, save Martha. And Batman's like, why did you say that name? Yeah. He like, <laughs> but he says it like, like he, like you just like slapped his dick so he like falls back and he drops the train he's like he does. Ah, ah, why did you say that name why did you say that name he's like, like just freaking out and superman's like oh that's my mom that's my mother's name he goes and then he like drops the spear and he's like let's go fight this alien yeah and he go and then he just like like picks him up like brother uh, oh my god it was that that's bad terrible hey yeah, do you ever think bad. about like both of our moms could have the same name don't you think we could be friends maybe <laughs> Even though the whole build-up to this movie oh is about God. how you're an incredibly dangerous thing to happen to planet Earth, and I'm on a mission to stop you. See, because that, that's a really good premise to go on. It was of. so good. That's a really good Bruce premise Bruce Wayne is like, this alien came and leveled a city. And is a, a god, I think basically. in the trailer, is like they had a grudge match that leveled a city. Like, because Zod and Superman fight. Like, literally, like, laser beams are knocking down buildings. Uh, Untold numbers of people dead. Millions. (laughs) And uh, Batman's like, I need to stop him. And he gets there and he's like, damn, but his mom's name, though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, but uh, like uh, Marvel had the same thing where it was, oh, you guys took out a building. Like, this is not good. We need to, you guys need to stop just blowing up buildings. But it was a building, not a city with untold millions. Yeah, there was that. And then. Man, it's been a while was since I've Sokovia seen the older. Yeah, so yeah, you're talking the, about Civil War. The, the Civil yeah, War, where there's the whole like Eastern European city that gets like wrecked yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm rewatching all the Marvel movies now, and that was the last one I watched, Age of Ultron. Uh, and I haven't watched Civil War yet, but from what I remember, it's like, yeah, you saved the world, but we didn't. You created Ultron, which caused yeah. this thing to happen, which still killed like tens of thousands of people. And you leveled a building when you had to fight the Hulk. And at the beginning of Civil War, Scarlet Witch throws a bomb into a building to keep it away from Captain America. And they're like, yeah, you killed like 40 people there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yeah, and we still haven't seen the resolution of that. Like Civil War, they break up. And then in uh, Infinity War, like they're still not talking Iron Man's in space. Captain America's in Wakanda. Yeah, true. And but, but Tony Stark was about to call. He was he about to call out him. He was about to hit it, and that's when... Yeah, which oh, I love that they did it. It's like, oh, is he ready? I think Tony's ready, but how does Cap feel? That scene... Well, didn't uh, didn't Tony Stark free them? Free who? 
Oh no, Captain came back and freed everybody. Cap freedom, yeah. Cap freed everybody, right. And right. uh and Cap gave Tony the <clears throat> cell phone. Right. So he kind of already extended the olive yeah. branch, and Tony was like, "All right," but we didn't see it happen. For the record, how good was that first scene? Sorry, this, see, this podcast isn't a movie podcast, but just I think with the hype of, a, well, of just nerd of out. End, yeah, it's the, the context. Hype of like, yeah, this movie, like, it's what's happening. Expected now. to be the biggest movie probably of, of our, all time of our People, generation. So uh, it's also launching is later this month. It's so launching like, worldwide on the weekend it comes out, which is rare. Usually, it launches a couple weekends later in China. And China always is like a huge second wave of ticket sales. It's launching, and they're everywhere. like, "No, we're doing this. We're going all. They're, we're going." Nuclear. I bet you that thing's going to be in theaters for a long time too, they're, like several months. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Captain Marvel set the opening weekend box record, box office record, or maybe Black Panther did. I think Black Panther set the overall record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're expecting this movie to make a billion dollars in the first weekend. <laughs> And like the record for like movie that made the most money is I think still Avatar with like two point four billion. Why did Avatar get so much hype? Reviewability, rewatchability. It's really? just beautiful. I think to look it was at. one of those things where I don't remember. I don't remember hearing like a ton of hype going into it. But as soon as I sat down and within like ten seconds of it actually <laughs> starting, I was like, "Oh my god, this is beautiful!" Yeah, oh, and it's really? even, still beautiful. Even if the story like didn't turn out to be great it was so visually beautiful yeah. i probably would watch it again yep but then the story was also really fucking good yeah right story's really fucking good it's pocahontas but right. it's really good it's space pocahontas, space pocahontas. Oh, i never but never it's... thought about that that way but you're right <laughs> yeah. it's space pocahontas <laughs> even uh, down to the tree the tree of life or whatever <laughs> yeah wait who uh who directed that peter jackson james cameron james yeah. cameron did that one james yep. cameron titanic avatar <laughs> <laughs> he just that's weird that he just does big ass movies i i forget what it you know was what he's been doing since avatar avatar 2 yeah seriously guess how that's gonna be like a 10 or 15 year production time but it'll be huge yeah guess what year avatar came out 2009 yep it's 10 years old and he's been working on the sequel pretty much the I whole swear, time. you put that on right now, you would not be able to know. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. He's really been... Oh, I want to see that. He's guy. been working on Avatar 2, 3, and 4 since oh, I didn't Avatar 1. I didn't realize there was more than Avatar 2. Yeah. Damn. And, like, each one's supposed to be, like, completely different. Like, the same premise, but I think Avatar 2 is supposed to be underwater. What? So it's Actually, now, I kind of <gasps> dig that. Water Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, basically, so James Cameron's two fascinations are like unique camera work and storytelling designs and, and water the bottom of the ocean which is why he was so obsessed with titanic right and why like the beginning and end of titanic it's like margined by uh like exploring the wreck of the titanic well he actually gonna say doesn't he have like a submarine i want to yes, say yes, like he he, he's <laughs> done no, like he spends his time with all of his money on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Like, he like, actually does that with his family. He's crazy. one of the leading people who's going to get us to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Like, it's James Cameron and, like, science. But <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron and science are teaming up to get there. The difference is James Cameron actually has the funding to do yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he writes Thank you, movie theaters. Yeah. I, yeah. Speaking of the, the trench and underwater, uh, did you guys see Meg? No. No. But I'm sure James Cameron did. Shark movies are not my thing. No? Um, Why? The background behind this is one of my best friends growing up uh, moved to New Jersey. I went down and actually, this is a few years back, uh, 
was dog sitting for him while they're on vacation. He came back. I was unemployed at the time, and uh, we hung out for like two weeks. He had a pool in his backyard. And I don't know why we thought this was a good idea, but we set up a projector in a surround sound system outside, and we sat in floating like river tubes in (sighs) his pool at night and watched Jaws. That is such a good idea. It was amazing and terrifying at the same time. His dog like snuck up on us, scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, damn. (laughs) Dude, how did you stay in the floaty the whole time and not like freak out in the dark looking in the pool water? (laughs) I mean, there was there was a degree of that. Let me just say it made it was like watching Jaws in VR, basically. (laughs) That is so good. Oh man, what would be the how could you do that with alien? Watch it in space. <laughs> Some fucked up like warehouse with shitty lighting that's like blinking and yeah, flashing and or shit. like in, a, in yeah. a submarine. Oh, like oh, you yeah. watch it in an isolated, dark, cramped space oh, with like God. weird echoes and stuff in yeah. the background, real yeah. like banging beaver. <laughs> yeah, like the ocean. yeah. With oh. just like steam coming out of somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty sure that pipe shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And it only happens while you're watching the movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the movie ends and it just it just stops oh, by itself. Yeah. That would Ugh. be good. So so well, Meg is ridiculous. It's the movie with Jason Statham and <laughs> it's a shark movie. With Say Jason no more. Statham, yeah, period. it's a shark movie with Jason, Jason Statham. And he's just like, I'll fight the shark with my bare hands, and he does. Yeah, it's uh, it, <laughs> he he fights he, a shark with his bare hands. He fights a megalodon. Uh, a megalodon. I was going to say, like, I remember seeing the trailer and it's like enormous. It's like the size of a building. Long. Yeah. 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 Does they, he really? Yeah. He's like, he, like swimming in the water, it? like yeah. punching it. Like, yeah. really? That's yeah. so cool. He like hits, it with, such... he hits it with like a, a spear gun, hangs onto the spear as a lever, and he's like wailing away at it with a knife while he's like hanging on by the spear getting dragged. <laughs> nice. At like 60 miles an hour underwater. <laughs> Dude's good at holding his breath. Yeah. yeah, he's really good at holding his breath. Have I? No, go ahead. I was going to say, the, I think the best modern shark movie, like with special effects and all that shit, mm. is um, uh, there is a Deep right Blue answer to this. No, what? Deep Blue Sea. With LL Cool J? Yes. No, it's Open Never Water. Open, open Water. water is like, it's, it was filmed in like a week. And it was filmed on basically a GoPro with two people in the middle of the ocean. Uh, oh, I know this. And thing. it's the one where they go on vacation. That's the Blair Witch Project version of the sea, kind of. <laughs> but it's so fucking hard to watch. <laughs> if you watched that movie, you would not have been able to watch that movie in a pool because the whole thing is they go on vacation, they go on one of those scuba excursions or whatever, they come back up and the boat forgot about them and they left, and they're like miles off the shore. And that's nope. that's the rest Mall of the movie. Set. They're so just swim stuck. Back to shore. They're trying to swim back to shore. They can't see where the shore is, so they're not exactly sure where it is. They don't have a compass or anything like that. You don't that. know what those currents are doing either. Like, oh, and then oh, sharks. Dude, that's scary. And it's just like I felt something brush against my leg, and it's like, nope, nope, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the the camera is like at their eye level, and it's bobbing in the ocean so the movie makes you feel like you're in the water with them and like sometimes it goes underwater and like it'll dip underwater and then it'll dip underwater again and you'll just see a shark swimming by and like nope it's so subtle smart sharks genetically engineered smart sharks Samuel L. Jackson LL Cool J we're not just gonna say the the best shark movie is Sharknado 
I've never seen Sharknado. That's a tornado movie. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's a Sharknado movie, really. It, it, it is a tornado movie. I haven't seen it, but like, is it literally just a tornado of sharks that are yes. like biting people? So I don't know if sci-fi still does, does this. I haven't had TV in a very long time, but sci-fi, like the sci-fi channel, would just churn out really shitty horror movies, yeah. like sci-fi horror movies. They still do that. Like, like a new one like every week. Yeah. And this is just the one that got, like, cult following. Yeah. And there's, like, seven of them now. Probably, yeah. yeah. There was there were, like, a number of them that I, I would just turn it on because I was bored. This is, like, probably, like, early high school for me. It was, like, you know, had nothing to do on, like, Friday night. Just turn it on and watch, like, oh, we decided it would be a good idea to try and, you know, patch alligator DNA with some DNA we found in dinosaur fossils. And now we have a 40-foot-long... <laughs> alligator that's you know eating an entire town in hawaii like it was like okay i forget which one of those movies i've seen but i saw one of those really crappy shitted out on a plate sci-fi movies and it was like the budget didn't even have enough movie to really show the monster that much oh no they don't show the monster at all you'll catch like a leg or like the yeah. tail disappearing into a bush it's like we know what you're doing it's like you're not trying to make cloverfield and like yeah oh it's scarier if you don't show it you just no can't you show get it. like you get like 10 seconds of it right at the end yeah exactly yeah cloverfield was good cloverfield's so good i actually never saw yeah. it there's a lot of good movies i haven't seen them like there's a lot of good of cloverfield that. movies actually are they all re- i was told they're not no, all really Clo- 10 cloverfield lane is amazing but it's not a cloverfield movie until the very end um, oh okay but it's it's a movie where john goodman plays a guy who has like a basically a nuclear fallout bunker uh in case anything were to happen and he thinks aliens are happening so he to do this girl a favor basically kidnaps her and he's like i'll keep you safe in my bunker and the whole movie takes place in that bunker um so creepy yeah and then uh the cloverfield paradox is a movie rather than a space station they're testing like time travel I've stuff and then that, blah, yeah. blah 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 is that weird. is that, that one's not that good is that related to uh it is it yeah is. they're all like there's like strings of cloverfield throughout each one of them they all connect very subtly um but and, not direct sequel. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like you like there's theories on where they even fit in with each other. So like hmm. they're very loosely related and they're all different genres of movie. Like Cloverfield is a monster movie. 10 Cloverfield Lane is like a thriller, like a horror. Like this guy's keeping me in his basement. The Cloverfield Paradox is like a sci-fi horror i guess like it gets real freaky what's going on horror space horror yeah Yeah. it's kind of got like alien vibes but there's not actually aliens but Hmm. do you think they're gonna do any more lord of the rings movies they're doing the show i have big hopes for it i'm I'm trying not to what is the show the show is an amazon prime show okay um there were rumors of what it even is going to be I don't think this is spoilers. Can I talk I about haven't, it? Yeah, I haven't followed it super closely, but everything I've heard has been encouraging. Um, it was originally supposed to be about young Aragorn, which on paper is super cool because he did a lot of cool shit I before mean, the yeah, Wuthering started. Like, by the time of the movies, technically, from what I have here, he's like 180 or something yeah. like that. He he has He's from like a different bloodline of humans where he yeah. has like exceptionally like long a, life. Yeah, long-lived. Um, but... 
they re- they've been slowly teasing like what it's actually about and they finally they showed this map of where it's going to take place Ooh, and there's specific I names out to that. there's specific names on the map that like <laughs> those settlements and towns and cities went away in a certain time period so we know that it takes place in the second age which the only thing you might know of the second age is in the beginning of Lord of the Rings when they show like Sauron is around and like they have that big war and the guy cuts off his finger and Elrond is there. That's the second age. First That's of all, the end of the second age. It's the First very of end all, of the second age. Yeah. You just insulted me for thinking I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I forget the names of the gods involved and, and like the Valinor. Wow. Okay, so he's on a different level. Wow. So he's yeah, on a that's level. that's a bit beyond me. Yeah. Wow. You just went from. Yeah. I actually just read the Silmarillion, which is like the encyclopedia. No it's like the Bible uh, of Lord yeah. of the Rings. No, I just is it hard. actually like interesting no. to read through, or no, is no. it like I'm reading a dictionary of Lord of the Rings shit? It's it's like a cross between a dictionary and a Bible. But it's oh, you know, you, know what you can fun. do. You can do what I did, which is you go down the rabbit hole on the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia. Yeah, that's where fair. they you quote too. that book. Yeah. So it's all accurate, but they they describe it really simple hey there was a great war between these and these these people left and fled these people wanted their power so they went and tried to invade in punishment this happened anyways continue continue uh the best thing you can do it's uh there's two videos one's four and a half minutes one's five minutes there's this youtuber called cgp gray uh who does he does two lord of the rings explanation videos and one of them is like he explains the whole world of lord of the rings in five minutes and I got just as much as out of that video as I did as reading the film earlier. Because <laughs> he just crams the film. He's like, here's what you need to know. It's like, li- like, uh, dude, like J.R.R. Tolkien, is he was a linguist, and he's basically a historian. So he's just writing a history of the world. It's not exciting. It's, there's no, it is exciting. Very little it story. Is exciting. There's like one story stretched out over like 900 pages. Oh, are you talking about the actual... Uh, the Silmarillion oh, book. No, I, I meant like the universe that he made in general it's, it's so just, cool which is why i wanted to read the book yeah and i know amazing. so much more about it and like reading it now and then like there's a silmarillion subreddit like it talks about like some people hate the lord of the rings movies some people love them i love them peter jackson is a huge lord of the rings fan so like there's stuff that's in the lord of the rings movies that was never in the books but is all references to the silmarillion and stuff like that like the fact that um, so he does that justice which yeah. is cool and yeah. when they're all leaving Galadriel in the forest she gives Gimli a piece of her golden hair yeah uh, she is all in she's a huge character in the Silmarillion and like the most powerful wealthy handsome men like multiple times throughout the Silmarillion beg her for just one piece of her hair because it's the most beautiful hair in the world and they never would and she gives she, one to yeah, Gimli she always said no yeah but she gives one to Gimli and that's to just the dwarf I think she gives rad. like a like a lock of her yeah, hair it's yeah. not even just one yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like a, a pinch <laughs> yeah to to the yeah. to a dwarf you know yeah, so. there's oh, there's so many cool stuff and like it talks about like the creation of the rings a little bit yep. so like the, they sum it up in like one minute in Lord of the Rings, like nine to men, seven to dwarves, three to elves, one one. And then they basically just gloss over it. It's like, well, the rest of them are gone, but there's still this evil one. <laughs> but like, they're not actually gone, I found out. Galadriel has one. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. So I think does, Gandalf uh, has one, or Saruman has one. Saruman has one. Um, oh, God. There's My one other per- is failing. I think um, <laughs> the leader of Rivendell had one. Yeah, Either Elrond. has or yeah. had one. No, yeah, it's Galadriel, Elrond, and we didn't see him in Lord of the Rings, but like the Legolas' three, dad. The three elf yeah. Yeah, in leaders the had him. Yeah. yeah. 
the guy with the big antlers on his head. Mm-hmm. That's right. They that's still right, had them, right. and they still used them because they knew how powerful they was, and they were elves, so they didn't really they didn't give get in to the magic. corrupted as yeah. much. Yeah, oh, it's so fucking rad. Like that whole. Ugh, and I like, need to revisit that whole. Without Lord of the Rings, like Led Zeppelin wouldn't be as rad as they are. And what's like, what's what's cool about the about Lord of the Rings is that once you go down the deep the deep end of it, it's cool. I mean, from I don't know why I have this perspective of it, but the power bands. What the power bands of of the characters? So, for example, in the movies, uh, Gladriel is just like, "Who's this lady in the in the woods?" You just think, she's yeah, pretty, she's just you like, don't okay, really, you have the really, pretty elf queen. Yeah, oh, she's just majestic because she rules the people in this area. Yeah. But when you go deep, you go, "Oh no, she's a fucking monster. She <laughs> she's she can kill like she's all, pretty much a god. Yeah, she's <laughs> borderline a god if if she chooses to be. It's just." Yeah. Whoa! What and you never would know that, but when you go off the deep and you go, whoa! whoa that, that why is that? It's over nine thousand. Just that kind of thing. <laughs> that's basically all it is. That's and that's what's really cool because you know from because I got introduced to Lord of the Rings from the movies and then I read the books. So I didn't read the Hobbit for a long time and then I read the Hobbit and that was really really cool. But it still doesn't explain the universe. Mm-hmm. You know the way the it's just a story that takes place. In yeah, the it's just a story. That I read happens. that when I was way too young. Yeah, and it's <laughs> I was I was like fourth or fifth grade, and I read that, and I was like, "Wow, this is a really cool like fantasy story." I have no idea what this is. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's so many cool little things like the Second Age. Anyways, go back to this. It's, so it takes place in the Second Age. It takes place in the Second Age. That's basically all we know. Besides that, the showrunners who like I forget exactly who they are, but they they got chops like the stuff that they've put out seems pretty promising they are also the reason amazon picked them is because they are as big lord of the rings fans as like peter jackson is so like so who's they'll do it justice yeah they'll do it justice probably be a huge boon for their streaming service when that kicks off like i will finally subscribe to amazon prime (laughs) did they have a date like an eta for any of that because like if they caught it right like with game of thrones Thrones ending yeah closing They could catch like a massive like wave that hunger of people. that people are gonna have. I mean, if they get Need it, like, more dark a, fantasy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, if they get it within like a year of Game of Thrones, it'll be fine. Yeah, because like that'll be the amount of time that people would have been fine waiting for another waiting season. for another season. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, and also we know the budget. Season one, five hundred thousand dollars. It's the biggest budget that's ever gone to a TV show ever. What? So I, thought, I am. Sold. Wait, season one is five hundred thousand dollars. That's yeah. it. That's not the biggest budget for a TV show. I thought it is. I mean, maybe for like an initial, maybe that's like for their episode. I don't know. I don't know. Because I know Game of Thrones used to do like 30 or 40 million per episode. Wait, did I say 500,000? Yes. 500 million. Oh. oh, okay. oh. So, yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. they better not be fighting with cardboard. Like, <laughs> yeah. no. I'm like, so sorry. God. That's no, why because once I, I said Game of Thrones. I was, like, I was like, no, don't do that to me. I can't. No, 500 million. I was thinking, oh, okay, that's, okay. So that's okay. why I was like, that's not a lot of money. I was money. like, no. That's, that's like Amazon so telling you to go fuck off. <laughs> Fine, we'll make your dumb Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, <laughs> five hundred million million dollars okay. for Holy season shit. one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. That's sorry, that's a thousand times more than five hundred thousand. <laughs> I so you know what's cool? There's like when shows do it proper. When Band of Brothers happened after Saving Private Ryan, oh wow, and they did it proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was holy shit. Um, I think it would be really cool if they're able to pull this off. Yeah, and do Lord of the Rings after the lord of the ring movies yeah 
I think that'd be sick. And the fact that they're just doing it in the second age, like the Silmarillion is all about pretty much the first age. And then it like, they turn on the fast forward button for like the second and third yeah. age. Uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit is all during the second age, the third age. So like this, it could be completely wide open and it's going to be high fantasy. Like there's trolls and orcs and dwarves and monsters and everything. So like Game of Thrones, I would consider high fantasy, but it takes a while it, to get high it fantasy. It takes a very long time before you even see any of it. Yeah, you see it a just starts out the as the very end of season one. Yeah, it starts out as like a medieval. Yeah, a medieval drama. Drama. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm really excited to see? And this was, uh, I, th- I think it happened in the second age. I forget the name of it. The Oh, the Mines of Moria. Mm-hmm. How those were active. Oh. Yeah, that when was, they dug too deep. And yeah, like before they dug too deep, the Balrog and stuff. Oh, that was. I would that just was, be. Do- I would just be down to see more stuff about the Balrog. I mean, like I was going to say, if, if you go on, if you go on the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia, because that's, that's what led me to this. You read about the Balrog. You read about how many there were. Yep. Uh, holy fuck! Yeah. Not just it was like one. a whole race. Yeah. Yeah. They were, and yeah. so that was a huge part of the Silmarillion too. Is like, ba- and actually that video CGP Grey. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug <laughs> plug CGP Grey because this video is like what kickstarted. Besides the movies, my love for like just the extended lore of Lord of the Rings. But uh, they were basically like the lieutenants of Sauron's boss. Right. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, you, you learn about, like, it's almost like learning about Emperor Pal- Emperor, Emperor Palpatine's, like, teenage years. Yeah. You, you, you learn <laughs> yeah. about, you learn about, you know, Sar's, Sauron's, uh, like, young, up, upcoming to be what he becomes. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then, I so I was like, oh, Balrogs. And then it, they talked about the Mines of Moria. Oh, click that link. Wow, I didn't realize this is this is what it was in its heyday. And then yeah. you go click on dwarves. It's like I didn't know these are where the dwarves came from. Oh, where do they come yep. from? Click on this. Oh, I didn't know they came from this age. What are they, <laughs> what's in this age? Oh, what is this guy? It's just an oh, infinite what? pool. It's yeah, it's just I feel like any fandom wiki is awesome because they it's filled with the people who do that. Like Lord yep. of the Rings, Star Wars. And it's the um, people who know a lot about it who are actually contributing to it. Yeah. Which is great. And yeah. it like condenses everything and it's yeah. Uh, I love wikis. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. So, do we have any anybody cast yet, or no? Nope. Or are nope. they not releasing it? And I, I think it's way too far out. And like, who would like besides like, oh, cool, this actor is going to be in it. We don't know who they're going to be playing. Could Unless, be a bunch of people we've never heard of too. Exactly. Yeah, they could be making their own lore that fits into the universe, which I'd be totally fine with. The uh, the last two Lord of the Rings video games that came out, the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, are super good. Take place with completely different characters. Like there's some characters we know like woven into the story, but completely new characters, completely new story in a time period that we didn't really know a lot about. Yeah. Speaking of video games. I have to second his recommendation. You got to check out The Witcher. Really? Witcher also, 3. speaking of The Witcher, I think yeah. The Witcher show is coming to Amazon as well. I uh, think. Yeah. There's a Witcher show? The Witcher TV so show. So The Witcher... Have they, but the have wi- they ever done a successful crossover from a video game to a show? Or this movie? is going to be a book so show. Here's the thing. The Witcher is based off of a very famous line of essentially fantasy novels from Poland originally. Which then got fleshed out into a video game, which became like a critical success. And now they're saying, okay, let's take that lore and build a TV show out of it. So it's kind of like, I forget what did this. Yeah. Okay, I remember, and it's not the best example, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie, yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Tim Burton movie, was not based off 
the Willy Wonka movie with Gene Wilder. 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 Uh, it was based off the book again. So, like, both movies were individually based off the books. So, the video game series of The Witcher is based off the books, and this TV show is going to be based off the books, but in a different way. It's probably going to pull some things from the. I heard games, like there's st- like they have a casting for Geralt. Yeah, and it which is... will be awesome, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill, Superman. So why don't you sell me this game? Because I don't know anything. So about this game. I'm gonna be totally honest here. I've only played the third one because it was never on my radar before that. Yeah. But after seeing some gameplay and reading about it a little bit, I was like, okay, this is right up my alley. It puts you into the role of Geralt of Rivia. He's a witcher which is a essentially a monster hunter for hire he's like a bounty hunter that gets hired to fight essentially fantasy creatures that are causing trouble werewolves griffins vampires uh there's like a hundred plus different monsters in this game um and there's there's a whole arcing storyline but the premise is he's a human who underwent a bunch of magical and chemical mutations to his body. So he's super long lived, almost impossible for him to die. He has like enhanced senses. So like he can see like animal tracks that'd be imperceptible to normal people. He can smell stuff. He can hunt. Okay. Um, okay. But it puts you into his shoes. Uh, I don't want to like give any of the so story sh- away. Well, so based off of what you're saying now, it sounds like I should compare this game to Monster Hunter. No. No. (laughs) Monster Hunter is a boss rush. I'm a huge fan of Monster Hunter. It's probably my favorite game series other than Zelda. Wow. Um, Wow, yeah. But you're saying no. This is more of an adventure. Monster Hunter, at least to its current point, is like a boss rush where it's like, hey, we're going to drop you in. Go kill a dragon. (laughs) And once you get good at that, you're going to take its skin and make better weapons and fight a harder dragon <laughs> and just rinse and repeat a hundred times infinite loop <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just gonna get harder and you're gonna have to get better as a player to get further into it there's no leveling there's no customization or really other than like your gear this is like an rpg with an assigned character but so red dead red dead in a beautiful fantasy world red dead's beautiful fantasy world this is this, this is a fantasy, is a fantasy world. world. This is this is Red like Dead a medieval. <laughs> yeah, this is like a but medieval where? fantasy world. Okay. Okay. Super. But good. like the Super the part good. I don't know about it is like the overarching story. Like he's a monster hunter. He goes and he hunts monsters. He has I thought, a you, daughter. I thought, I thought you were playing this game. I got it, and I was ready to play it. Haven't booted it up yet. Oh wow! My. Be prepared though. Like it's. <laughs> I, I think booted I up. Knew is the nothing, last thing I'll ever I knew nothing. I knew nothing about it going in. <laughs> And I remember when this game dropped, sucked me in. Like, inside two weeks, I had, like, 100 hours into it. Okay, 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 okay. God of War or Witcher? Well, you don't have a PS4. It's not for me. Oh, okay. It's for our esteemed guest. I've (laughs) only played the most recent God of War as well. That's what I'm trying to compare this to. I would say they're very different. They're very different. Um but God of War, God of War is, is more cinematic. Yeah. It's like you're being brought through this beautiful fantasy epic of essentially gods and monsters and mythology. And, mm-hmm. you know, the clashes amongst essentially two different sets of gods and how that whole thing pans out where you have Roman gods clashing with Norse gods. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Um, and it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. But, um, okay. and the storytelling's phenomenal. Uh, whereas it's, it's pretty linear though, where it's like, this is your environment. This is what you need to do. The Witcher is much more open. Here's, here's a giant open world. We're going to give you an idea of what you need to do. Here's your character's motivations of what they're trying to do and why. And, you know, what kind of timeline that's going to look like. But if you just want to fucking ride out into the wilderness and <laughs> go fucking hunt animals for money <laughs> to, like, make your guy better, feel free. Here you go. Uh, See that abandoned castle over there? There's probably some fucking vampire thing in the basement that'll turn <laughs> invisible and rape you. But, you know, you're going to need to kill it because somebody's going to come crying to you that you have to go kill it eventually. See, this, this just sounds like Red Dead, but in fantasy magic yeah, world. I, yeah, yeah. I would say it's, that's a pretty good comparison. I I haven't delved too deep into Red Dead, but it's like melee combat. So it's like sort like melee combat and very short range tactical magic. Cool. So like, like you could freeze from people. like the distance between us, like yeah. five feet apart type stuff where it's like, oh, I can knock you off your feet or like I can throw embers in your face and yeah. stuff like that. But it's not like. I'm going to strike you with lightning. Yeah, from no. 100 feet away. Yeah. No, it's very like low-key tactical stuff, and they overview that in the game where it's like, you have magic, but it's not like wizard magic. Yeah. You get like shitty rogue magic from the back of the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have fun in your bar, your bar brawl with it, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, is that... And you got a really hot daughter in it, right? <laughs> Siri? I don't want to delve into it because part of the story is well, you do you do. It's it's your adopted daughter. Oh, okay, adopted. Yeah. Got it. Um and they play into that. And then you have like four different love interests you could also pursue as a part of the story nice. if you want, each of which will affect the ending of the game. Interesting. Yeah, it's very much a thing where like every decision you make does have an impact, whether small or big. Cool. So what do you call these games that are because I'm I'm a new when it comes to games. What would you call these games that are the this fucking massive? Like what happened to Wave Racer? Role playing game games. Where it was just <laughs> <laughs> all of them. There are like every single. I, it's one? a broad. It's a broad genre. Like you could you know narrow it down a lot. But yeah, you're you either get to create a character or you're put into a character with a background, and you're part of your whole experience is you're making decisions to see what will happen. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I don't know. I feel like role like role playing games is exactly what it is. Like that okay. is what that genre is. But I feel like that title doesn't really do it justice. Why? Because like you're you're Geralt and you're playing the role of Geralt. But like you could say that about God of War. Like you're doing things that Kratos would do. But it, like in the, it's all about like the decisions. Like just which perk am I going to choose? I leveled up. I can yeah, either make my embers shoot out a little bit farther or I can make my sword swinging a little bit faster. Yeah. Like building your character and doing what side quests you want to do next. Am I, am I going to be a good guy? Am I going to be a bad guy? It's it's not something where there's just like a black or white where it's like this is a role playing or this isn't. It's yeah. like there's a million different iterations on how deep or how shallow that goes. Yeah. And like Minecraft is like an open world sandbox role playing game. Because, like, you could do whatever you want, and you could play it however oh, you want. Oh, man, Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> like, Animal Crossing the, the is a role-playing game. Really? Yeah. 
because like you, oh my god. you are a character in a town. Manage your you own town. Manage a town. Yeah. Oh god, it's such a wide. I don't. Know, it's such a wide. I would. I would almost liken it to almost like a music genre or like yeah. a movie genre. Like, okay, let's look at it. Like, okay, this is a horror movie or a role playing game. But within that, you can have like dozens of subcategories. This is a like, cerebral horror. This is a yeah. Horror this thriller. is psychological. This is, a, this is a monster movie. Yeah. This is a slasher gore movie. That, you know, yeah. like there's there's like a ton of different ways and different depths you could take yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Like Saw and Alien and Hereditary are all horror movies, but they are very different movies to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hereditary is like a psychological, creepy movie. Alien is a monster movie. Saw is a gory slasher movie. Not a slasher movie, but... Yeah, those lines, gore yeah. porn. Oh, I know what you mean. So it's just different subsets. Yeah, and it depends yeah. on kind of what you like. Because like some people are like, you know what? I want to go do exactly what I want to do and fuck everything else. Like I'm going to jump into Skyrim and manage a character, create a character from like 50 different races and all this shit. And then not have to do anything and, you know, just venture out into the wilderness and figure it out or it could be like god of war where it's like this is your character this is your weapons this is what you need to go do yeah there's some decisions you can make on the way but nothing you know super critical or yeah i guess like i would what breaks a rpg into like its own thing is your decisions affect the, the rest of the game yeah maybe not the ending of the game because a lot of rpgs just come to a close in the same way like skyrim goes into like a diamond where it's like yeah. you start out in one spot goes way out to whatever you want to do and then at the end it just kind of arcs its way back in so let me ask you a question because we asked this with hong the last time we had a guest on hmm. why do you think video games are where they are in popularity now in the mainstream because Ooh. i don't know if you I don't know if you remember that conversation, but it was us talking yeah. about how back in when we were young, I was a nerd, and that was not something you could be not, open about. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you were made fun of. You were picked on. It's like, like, oh, you playing Halo? Like, yeah, yeah, I am playing Halo. <laughs> but you would never say that. Yeah, exactly. No, you I, couldn't. I, mean, I picked you it up couldn't. for a little while. <laughs> no, the only games you could talk about were like Tony Hawk and. Yeah. whatever else yeah you know, tony hawk though um yeah you couldn't talk, you couldn't talk about fable you couldn't talk about like yeah any of those oh, types shit. of games like fable's good fable was great <laughs> like what happened what do you think changed and then for it to be so mainstream overwatch is selling out mobas are selling out arenas fucking mobas are selling out i arenas. don't think anyone really predicted that it was going to be a mainstream thing uh i think i think initially it was just kind of looked at as like a fad where it was like, okay, you know, this is going to come, it'll go, like While Pokemon cards or anything yeah. else. And it really just entwined itself as another form of media consumption. So, like, you know, you have people who like to read or, you know, huge movie buffs like Timmy. Yeah. Um, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was, you know, it's it truly became, like, in my eyes, it's another art form, hmm. you know. If yeah. anything, it's it's... It's a unique art form because to get the full experience, there's something that's required of you. Yeah. It's not like it's a movie where it's like, okay, here's, you know, 10, 15 bucks. I'm going to show up and you're going to bring me through this whole experience. I think part of, you know, what made it popular was in pretty much all levels of it, there is some challenge 
or some task you have to overcome right uh figure out and that becomes very rewarding like like when did the game conventions like e3 and blizzard world packs that i went to two days ago packs, all these things <laughs> yeah when did those were those things booming before this stuff became mainstream uh rise of the internet i gotta i gotta follow up with chris's thoughts on that cool rise of the internet i love being right yeah because it was it was all the nerdy people who went to that first it was basically yeah. the 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 whole rise of the internet was in a small part business in a very large part porn and then in a very <laughs> large part nerds yeah. who are like oh i need cheat codes for this game or i want to talk about this or yeah. start a forum with someone right that was like and the that first pushed thing- technology when I was a kid and like my parents first got internet, that was the first thing I started looking for. Porn and cheat Porn codes. and cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. And the GTA yeah. cheat codes to get porn. <laughs> the cheat code for porn. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Still never played GTA. I have a couple buddies who've been harassing me about that. They're like, you haven't played this? And I was like... I played it at some friends. It's, it's just, it's fun. But I'm sure the story is what sells it, but I haven't played the story. Hmm. I don't think so. So that game... Sandbox, it right? Out, like, yeah, it's huge open world sandbox. The whole thing is like you get to go do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and you could kill people, and you could rob a car, and you could shoot an RPG. Yeah, at a police like if you don't want if you don't want the Lego esque experience of Minecraft, which dear God, it's like the most addicting thing ever. <laughs> um, you can you can just dump yourself into a fucking city and go do whatever the fuck you want, whether that's killing people, robbing, like organized crime, or whatever the fuck else. Yeah, be a criminal. But now, like For that fun. game is still like not as popular as it was when it first came out because everybody on the planet was playing it when it first came out. But it was either that or Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the online community is like insane. Like it's still one of the most viewed games on Twitch. Really? It's always in the top ten. Um, like they just keep adding more and more shit to do and they keep making it wackier and wackier but also they they add stuff for like the more serious players like you could open up a company and you you could be like a ceo and you could have like your other friends who are playing online be your employees and you could send them out on missions to go get stuff and like they get their cut and then your company keeps Start growing larger and larger enterprise yeah it's wow. crazy you like plan these huge heists that take hours to pull off online and stuff like that that's pretty cool, cool. And you could also have a DeLorean that shoots rocket launchers, yeah, like RPGs out of the hood. <laughs> See, there's an actual thing that they added to the game that is really? actually a huge problem in the game. Like the forums are like, delete this car from the game because people just drive around trolling people, just blowing <laughs> driving up everything. down the street, blowing up this entire street. Like a character's like at the end of like this two hour mission and they're like, oh my God, we're going to get a million dollars if we pull this off. And then the Back to the Future theme starts playing. <laughs> did it, did it, does it play that song? No, it doesn't oh, okay. actually. <laughs> and it's not, it's not a DeLorean. It's a flying car that looks just like a DeLorean with a giant time machine sticking out of the trunk. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes... Okay. I, I Okay. I guess. I mean... So I always looked at game Like, so here... Do you guys watch anything on Twitch? Yeah. I actually don't watch anything on Twitch. See, I don't watch anything. So here's the thing. I don't watch anything on Twitch because to me... Why watch a video game on Twitch when you can play the video game? And Free. I know what well, I know is coming back at me. Why do I watch a hockey game when I can go play hockey? Eh. Difference. Difference. I have to pay fifteen dollars. I have to drive. I have to get all my gear. I have to get stretched. <laughs> I have to get changed. I have to put on my gear. Then I have to have the right ice time for whatever time frame I do show up. 
there's a lot more of a process for that. Yeah. But I also don't always watch hockey games. Mm-hmm. I watch them when they're on sometimes when yeah. I'm free. And I'm like, oh, look, a game is on. I'll, I'll watch it. But I'm also watching a level of hockey I could never do. I'm, I could never. You could put a gun to my head and just say, hey, I want you to. I want you to hit a one-timer the way anybody on that ice can do a one-timer. I'll just say, well, then shoot me. It won't happen. Just I, I physically, I don't have the hand-eye, the technique, nothing. Nothing even close. But you watch Twitch of like, oh, look, Bob's on. Just boop. You just watch Bob from high school play. It's, it's just, very weird. I don't know how to explain why I watch it. Part of it is entertainment. It's like... I, like you listen to there are weird people out there who listen to this podcast for some reason <laughs> but this is a podcast Guilty. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a podcast though so this makes a little bit more sense yeah but it's like you just so like a lot of twitch streamers basically just do a live podcast while they're playing video games and like sometimes true, it'll be true. about the video game but there's also a lot of twitch because i because i have the app on the um on our Apple TV now, so I've been watching. I just, what is Twitch? I want to, yeah. let me see what all these kids these days are up to. Yeah. And it's just, for the most part, they're just quiet. Just There's a lot of different things. There's A, I want to see how this game is. This game just came out. I want to see if it looks like it's actually fun. I'm going to watch someone play it live. That's I'm not going to watch. True. That's I, fair. I did that with yeah. Anthem. Because, yeah, like for me, yeah, like if I'm on the fence, yeah. if I'm on the fence, you know, I'm checking it out on like, steam library see if they have gameplay videos or like youtube like yeah okay what's the gameplay like for this yeah like you could watch uh you could pull up youtube and watch like a 20 minute gameplay and it's usually like the first 20 minutes of the game but you hop in twitch you get somebody who's been playing it for five hours so you're seeing what a cross section looks of the like game. down the road exactly yeah. like the first 20 minutes sense. of any game is like here's the tutorial here's the first intro mission here's the blah 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 but like okay this guy's been playing it he knows what he wants to do now i want to see if he's having a good time if he's invested a lot of people watch it for like the podcast aspect of it. A lot of people, the people who are just playing it silently, you're probably watching a, prof- a professional play a very difficult <laughs> or online competitive game. I did so. see that I would get like, I used to, oh God, I used to play uh, League of Legends and oh. like, yeah, <laughs> uh, back in the day, watching like the super competitive stuff where it's like, hey, these guys are, you know, getting ready to go to like the world finals and like, actually watching that it's like okay this is actually kind of like watching you know traditional sports yeah like their skill level is like like, i'll never be able to do and that's that's interesting and like you know especially once they get to that point where it's like oh we actually have commentators on this and stuff like that that's fascinating yeah but like i don't know for me it's like i guess i align myself more with dubs here where it's like for the most part i don't find any fun in just watching you know like average joe play this game and you know forever when yeah. i could be playing that game right like, why is and the ninja huge i've he's, never seen a ninja stream he watches um, he plays fortnite and kids watch him and he's got a goofy personality and fucking pink hair like that's pretty it. sure it's blue at this point yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> he's got some cotton candy um, color of hair <laughs> didn't he become famous for one of the competitive games though i want to say PUBG? it was like was it i think PUBG? it was league league yeah he yeah he really... was sponsored for league had like yeah. a whole team yo i listened to a fascinating podcast about this actually yeah. about yeah. ninja a, not ninja specifically but essentially a european uh sponsored esports team and like what they actually go through and stuff having like 
dedicated health and fitness coaches, like a team <laughs> yep. psychologist, like yeah. all this crazy stuff, like true, like athletic level training. Well, think about how much money is being invested in these teams. Yeah. It's not just, oh yeah, I'll put, I'll put like 1.5 million down for a team and just see what happens. No, it's yeah. like, no, they better fucking win. I'm putting down <laughs> 1.5 million for these five asshole kids exactly. to play a video game. They better yeah. fucking win every single game they play. Yep. Yeah. Put them in a goddamn room and make sure they're healthy. But yeah. Another thing I watched Twitch, I want another one of my favorites. Uh, there is a 24-7 live stream of Bob Ross. <laughs> I will just, I'll get up in the morning, I'll start doing my chores and cleaning and eating breakfast, and Bob Ross will be playing in the other room. <laughs> I will say one thing I did find amazing. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I tuned in while it was a phenomenon. Twitch plays Pokemon. Yeah. Have oh you heard of this? my no. God. That was amazing. It was a cultural event that you missed out Th- on. This truly was a nerd event. I've missed um, a many, many cultural events. Uh, Twitch plays Pokemon was some, and it's still anonymous. Who did it, right? Like nobody I, knows. I who, never looked into it that deeply. But. I recently watched like a long video about like the history of Twitch plays Pokemon because they keep trying what to play this? other Pokemon games. It? I'll so. explain what it is. They Popped in a, a copy of Pokemon Red, I think, right? Yeah, it was like the OG Pokemon. Yep. You type in the chat for this Twitch. So, like, it's live stream. So, the chat is always... In the comments on the, the sidebar. Yeah. You type what input you want to be pressed on the virtual Game Boy. Select, start, up, down, left, right, B, Yeah, a. they programmed, like, a virtual machine to run this game based off of the chat input from the so, chat box. If you said A... The way it started out, if you said A, the A button would be pressed on the Game Boy. If you said up, your character would walk up a little bit. If you said right, if someone else said down, the character would walk like back down. a horrible idea. Horrible idea. It and was then, totally like a troll level horrible idea. Let's see what happens. And then, like two weeks later, <laughs> they beat the game. <laughs> this like, thing caught on, became it snowballed in popularity. Like, the, whoever was running it had to add rules to it because so many people were chatting at once. It was just the character was, like, buzzing around the screen. Yeah. They added a meter of... Uh, they changed it so, like, every every 10 seconds, whatever button was input the most would be clicked. So a character would only move once every 10 seconds or whatever. And because it's Pokemon, it's not something that you need quick reactions for. You yeah. walk until you get to the gym and then it's your turn, it's my turn. It's your turn, it's my turn. So it'll just you and have you know, to press some up, options down. are available, some aren't. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, man. It was so good. It but like they were able to play idea. through the entire game. And like, including like (laughs) some major successes and some major tragedies. Yeah, like there was one part where I think it was just a bridge, and it took them like two days to get across the bridge because people just kept making them fall off the side of the bridge. And so, you know, it also has like a lot of RNG in it where it's like, okay, a wild Pokemon shows up. Are you trying to catch this? You have to catch it before you kill it. Yeah. You know, or, you know, otherwise it's a failed opportunity. And like, between being able to catch guys. And I forget the nerd in me is crying a little bit here, but uh, they accidentally released one of their Pokemon. <laughs> and when it, once like, it's released, it's gone yeah, forever. It's gone. <laughs> no, I played blue. I played blue as a kid. It was. So there's a video. I'll find it for you because I want you to watch this video. It's about how it started, how they changed it. 
the huge events that happened. Like, I remember when that happened, people were like, no! So many memes that came out of that, which were like, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the way they beat the final boss was sheer happenstance, because the final boss just killed all the Pokemon. And when they're dead, they're not, like, gone. They're just unconscious, and you have to heal them back up, and then you could start again. But there was... But, you know, it's Twitch. It's not coordinated enough to even yeah. try that. <laughs> but it was, like, the final boss... Like, the way it was programmed, it would look at what type of Pokemon you're playing, and I think it was an electric type, and it would do whatever move is weakest against electric type. But this particular Pokemon only had one move that was considered weak against that, but it didn't actually affect the Pokemon at all. Um, so, like, the the Twitch Plays Pokemon was just chipping away at this Pokemon <laughs> forever. And they're like, oh my god, we're gonna do it. <laughs> and, like, because the one move that the, yeah. like, the Game Boy, if it did other things, it would chip back away. Right, right. But it was like, no, I'm gonna do the one that's electric types are weak against, but it didn't actually damage the Pokemon. So, oh my god. It was insane. I also, I was there. My friend texted me like, hey, Twitch plays Pokemon is about to beat the game. And I like stopped what I was oh, doing. Shit. I think I was at work where we all used to work at together. And like I stopped and like went to my phone and I watched it. And like the chat just blew up. And I was like, this is history. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so exciting. And it was like two weeks. It took him like two weeks to beat I it. I thought or it was even like longer that. than that. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a drawn out event. Because like for hours it would just be watching one guy see, like how many millions of internet so, strangers see, contributed to that's, this that, that's so collective that's so frustrating yep why would i ever want to take a part of that it was that, a giant joke and it turned out to be a success yeah. story it was a it was a social experiment it was on par with did you see what reddit did this year for april fools no i usually love oh, what garlic they bread? do huh garlic bread no um i usually love what they do Oh, I remember with the garlic coin or whatever. No, garlic bread. What was garlic bread? It's, okay, well, you're not on Reddit enough. Garlic bread. and then <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, the Bing search? No. What is this? What was this this year? Uh, yes, this just happened. I on did Reddit. not log into Reddit. Yeah, garlic 1st. bread. Garlic bread. Every meme was redone with garlic bread. So every single <laughs> meme had garlic bread with garlic bread. So everything they changed, the like everything was about garlic bread. So every Great. single... Face was a garlic piece of garlic bread. <laughs> Everything was garlic bread. And then the other thing was everybody was like, do your part. Go to Google and search for Bing. Like, let's make Bing the number one search thing on Google. <laughs> That's really good. So, but what Reddit, the company, does every oh, year is no, usually no, no. very interesting. Last year they had Place. Do you remember Place? No. Where is that 1,000 by 1,000 blank uh, canvas that once every five minutes you could enter one colored pixel? Yep. Um, and it was shared, so it was like a live updating oh, thing. Wow. When you added a blue pixel, I could see that you added a blue pixel, and you could see it live pop in. Uh, and for a while, it was just dumb, and it was just random colors. And then subreddit started to figure out what was going on, and they're like, oh, shit, we need to put our Star Wars meme as big as possible in the middle <laughs> of this canvas. And it became a war zone. <laughs> like, like the Sweden subreddit was attacking the French flag, and they kept going back and forth. 4chan found out about it, and they tried to infiltrate it with the void, which was starting from the center going out, just black pixels. And it literally looked like a black hole opened up. And then Reddit was like, no, get 4chan back and they would like cover it back up with colors and stuff like that um i'll show you a video of that after because that was fascinating and i took part in that That sounds amazing it was so cool um i do like how reddit has that weird sense of like community 
commu- like like the amount of times I am scrolling and there's a picture of like a soldier just pointing at you, just saying, "Hey, trooper, just making sure you're on Wi-Fi," or like, yep. "Hey, trooper, maybe <laughs> you should take a rest and you should go outside and yeah. get off of Reddit." Hey, trooper, just making sure your battery is okay. <laughs> just like all these things. Go to Google and search for Bing. Yeah, exactly. I was just, oh, this is nice. The this year nice. before 2017, they had the button, which was, it's a subreddit called the button, and there was a button on it, and it's it was constantly counting down from 60 seconds, and you would see it pop back up. So we never saw it hit zero. It would just pop back up, and people realized that when you click the button, it pops back up to 60 seconds. And you get a permanent flare next to your name so that when you comment in that subreddit, it'll say like my username and then like a, a red icon next to it. And they realized that there are certain time intervals. So like if you press the button between 60 and 55, you got red. If you press it between 55 and 50, you got blue and you could only press the button once. Oh, so it's like <laughs> it was a challenge to see who could wait the longest. Yes. And because be like, everyone can contribute. You'd be like, oh, my God, it's at 20 seconds. Oh, my God, I'm going to press it now. And you somebody click it right it. as somebody presses it. So you get fucking 59 <laughs> seconds and you get a dumb red icon. And then subreddit oh. started to form of like people who are red and they're all commiserating with each other. Like, oh, damn, I pressed it before I knew what the experiment was. And they're like purple for life. Yeah. <laughs> we waited until 30 <laughs> seconds and then people are like wait what the fuck happens when it hits zero because it was kept counting down yeah. and guess what happened nothing nothing yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just hit zero and then it was over yeah it didn't reset to 60 it was like the That's button is over, and it took like three days to get to zero this year it's stupid it's uh they have a subreddit called sequence and they would uh you vote so basically the ray reddit works you vote on things and the more votes they get they go to the top of the page uh sequences they're making a movie that's probably going to end up being like five or six minutes in total based off of gifts that are in the the like each sequence of the movie is the top 10 gifts so by working together and collaborating you could vote on the order of the gifts so you could try to make a coherent story with the rest of Reddit by like forming things like one through ten. Be like, no, 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 that's out of order. Get it back up to seven and blah blah blah. Okay. But it's stupid. It's not working. They didn't outline the rules enough. I think, so the first sequence is just a bunch of random gifts. I think my favorite thing about Reddit is how much they band together. Like they downvoted the YouTube rewind video. Like Reddit. <laughs> oh god. Band, like make it the most downvoted video of all by time. By far. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's still going down. <laughs> yes. And then like they have what is it? They have uh, they have their own own internal wars, but like trebuchet memes and stuff like that. <laughs> Prequel memes versus Prequel memes versus sequel treb- memes versus sequel memes. Lord of the Rings memes. Yeah, and then they always like shit on 4chan and they always like they shit on Instagram all the time yep. and Facebook. Uh, another thing that they actually did, this is like smaller than the company Reddit, but the history memes subreddit and anime memes subreddit switched for the day. So oh, you would get banned from history memes if you posted anything but anime memes and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just completely backwards for the day. And like they changed the way the, the layout of that part of the website looked. So like the mods just got together with each yeah. other. And They're like, hey, let's let's switch for the day. Like the two up. most random meme subreddits. Oh, that's nice, though. That's nice. It was cool. I want to end it with a quick question. Yes. Just because we were talking about this beforehand, and I want to get your guys' thoughts. Might be aggressive, so oh. don't judge me. Oh, boy. In the future, in the next five, ten years, should artificial sex robots have rights? <laughs> were we talking about this earlier? Yes. I don't remember this. I yes. definitely wasn't a part of this conversation. <laughs> yes, we were talking about this. 
Should artificial sex robots have rights? What kind of rights? Human rights. Do they have a conscience? Does art just AI is AI I mean, a conscience? Once that answer, once that question is answered, I'll give you my answer. So, <laughs> I guess my first thing would be like, once we get all humans having human rights, <laughs> then we could breach or, that. I like or that. About sex robots. I yeah, find my answer like, with that. <laughs> I am also, you know following along those lines where it's like where do we draw the line with ai being actually you know functional versus sentient yeah true it's not even because if we create true artificial life then it probably (laughs) does deserve rights but what is we're also probably fucked what is that article i forget the article but wasn't it they had like two ais plugged into just google and then they had them communicate and I think it was like within a day they made their own language. They made they were, an entire own language yes. and started uh, like creating another or something along those shut lines. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. Like, shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people and people are like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. Elon Musk is like the only public figure that I have heard of who's like, yeah, this is a big fucking deal. We shouldn't fuck with this. This is a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah, listen to sci-fi. It's one of those <laughs> things. Sci-fi yeah. is right about everything. Star <laughs> right. Trek had sliding doors in the '60s, and now every fucking stop and shop has Star one. Trek also had Data, who was AI. Is it Data or Data? I think Data. I like Data. Yeah. Data. I like Data. They had Data, who is AI. His father was called Data. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay, wonder with that. Wow. Wonder with that. Okay. Okay. Thanks for coming on, Colin. Thanks. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell your April Fool's work thing. Go ahead. We're going live now for you. So go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, this is like live live? No, I'm testing. But go ahead. You wanted it. You wanted it to be in the testing. Part. This is the after episode. Yes, part. Yes. Okay. Our this is the Easter Lego, egg. We did a, an Instagram post that was introducing a new app of uh, you shine. You shine your camera at a pile of Lego bricks that you're looking for. And it detects the one that you're looking for. So if you're looking at a red two by four brick, so it'll be like, there it is in the pile. And we actually got complaints of like, why? <laughs> I was really excited for this app, and then I realized it's an April Fool's joke. Oh. Like, I mean, okay, cool. You participated. <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. It's like last year. Last year, our joke was a a vacuum that sorts your Legos in the vacuum. <laughs> so you vacuum them all up off the floor, and, and it, it puts all the bricks over here, and all the people oh. parts over here, and all the blah blah blah. These aren't pranks. These are good ideas. Right. <laughs> that's what these are. These are all just good, good ideas. ideas. The only prank happen. is we don't know how to implement this. <laughs> <laughs>